Hi! Hello! This is Marceli and Stacy, and we are Bring Us Joined with Idiotin. actually this week uh, I was walking uh, with my friend's dog in the in some park near my house and uh, they have this uh, big community of people who are dog owners <laughs> it's very funny because they they come to you they speak 10 minutes with you after they come to another dog and they speak while the dogs are playing with each other and uh, I met uh, an old lady uh, who's had had a very interesting dog actually? <laughs> what kind of dog? <laughs> it was a Chihuahua, oh, yeah, very so cute, cute uh, white Chihuahua, and he was so scared. Like, and she told me that uh, he changed the owner three times, and that's oh. why he's uh, like a traumatized dog, and uh, that's why he acts a little bit weird. But it's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> it's because, like, uh, she asked me, like, in that Russian way, like, if it's not a secret, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was uh, like, ah, I'm from Brazil, I told her. And she was like, oh, my God, such a surprise. Because I was wondering if you were from, from some country next to us, like Georgia or Armenia, but you don't look like them. And, uh, but it was also not so white as European people. And I was like, ah, yes, because uh, in Brazil we have uh, like a lot of people very white, but also black people or intermediate. And I am in this uh, middle way, mm -hmm. right? Because, uh, I, and then I told her because I had a grand grandfather, which was a native. And uh, that's why I have this uh, color, natural color. <laughs> Darker tone. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, that is very interesting because um, Brazil has so many nationalities and it's so mixed that it's impossible to tell from the person where they're from, yes. uh, what uh, ancestry they have. And um, yeah, so it's, it's uh, actually it's quite unexpected. I would never guess that mm -hmm. because uh, the only thing that I heard about you, uh, about your ancestry, is that you have some Jewish roots. Yes. That's it. Uh -huh. So I thought that maybe like the darker hair color and the darker uh, skin color might come from there. Mm -hmm. But apparently it's not. <laughs> <laughs> or it is as well, right? Because mm -hmm. I have European roots, I have uh, Jewish, I have this native. Native, I mean like Indians. Mm -hmm. like, if someone doesn't know that we call it natives too. Mm -hmm. And why do you know, can, like, let's tell the story of why they're called, na uh, not natives, why they're <laughs> called Indians. <laughs> so they are called Indians because uh, when, uh, I don't remember, it was Colombo. Colombo was the guy who uh, discovered America, mm -hmm. uh, like whole America. And uh, the guy who found Brazil was Pedro Alvarez Cabral. Uh, so I don't know which one was <laughs> who, who who called the native people Indians because they thought they were going to India. Uh, they were going to this Silk Road uh, up to India 
and uh, they thought that they arrived there, but actually they didn't stay during the way, and they ended up in the America. Uh, in America, yes. <laughs> and uh, so they called people Indians, and they thought like, oh, so it's like this uh, that I, an Indian person looks like, but mm-hmm. uh, it was actually a native person from Brazil. <laughs> after they found out that, and uh, no, that's why the name is Indian. <laughs> yeah, so they totally mixed up. The opposite sides of the world. Mm-hmm, exactly. Very funny. <laughs> uh, and actually, I think last time uh, when we recorded the previous episode, we talked a little bit about Indians, but we didn't include it in our previous episode because it was uh, uh, mostly about the influence of Africans and their culture mm-hmm. on Brazilian culture now. So should we share a little bit about the history of uh, of native people in Brazil. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, actually, it's a very interesting story as well because uh, in the Indians, the native people from Brazil, actually, they are the owners of the Brazilian land. Mm-hmm. So every colonizer country thinks that uh, he is the one who found the land mm-hmm. and who takes uh, it for them. They started to try, actually they tried to make uh, the, these native people as slaves. Mm-hmm. So the native, these native people, they don't have this concept uh, of working for money or working for someone because they work for survival usually, right? And they, like, they rest when, whatever they want and they work whenever they need. Mm-hmm. So there is no such thing as working a lot for no reason. Exactly. They, so they only do it when they need to. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, they also, they don't need to like uh, buy things, right? Mm-hmm. So they tried to enslave them, the Europeans, but uh, like at some point they saw that it wouldn't work because they were not working as hard as a slave, for example, from Africa. Mm-hmm. And they started to kill them because uh, all, another problem was uh, they wanted their lands, mm-hmm. and the native people also wanted to uh, to fight for them. So they started to kill uh, the all the native people. Like right now, we have such a small amount of native people uh, still living in Brazil, and it's very sad because they still do that. They like, still kill them. Yes, because they want the lands to like uh, for for making this uh, agro business. Mm-hmm. to make it bigger and bigger always. Yeah, I heard that they mostly live in Amazonia. Mostly in Amazonian, yes, region, mm-hmm. but also like uh, we have uh, a few tribes in still uh, all over the country. Mm-hmm. And they are very different from each other and it's, it's a very interesting culture actually. Uh, so, and uh, nowadays we have, uh, we have like some organs, organizations, we mm-hmm. have some organizations which protect them, try to protect at least, <laughs> because uh, they had this, uh, since the past, they are being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite sad. Um, this uh, makes me think about the situation in Russia, it's very different. Because uh, people have been living here for thousands and thousands of years. People have been mixing between each other. So there was 
no such thing as some kind of recent colonization. Mm -hmm. um, and the amount of nationalities in Russia is more than 160. Oh my God. Yes. Like uh, when I heard first time this, I was in this uh, preparatory faculty and they told like more than 100 uh, nationalities living in Russia. And I was like, oh my God. And because they really think they have this concept of being from another nationality, even though they was they were born in Russia, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Explain us about that. Uh, actually, um, there is so the the word for the language, uh, Russian language, is Ruski, mm -hmm. and people sometimes mix it up because it's. Um, like if you want to say the nationality, sometimes people would say the same word, Ruski, but actually, if you say that, uh, it's going to be wrong and actually quite offensive to some people uh, because Ruski is only the Slavic part. Yeah, so only the Slavic nationality. Mm -hmm. And we have, as I said, so many other nationalities. Most of them are actually quite small groups. Uh, there are only seven really big groups that are um, that have more than one million people. And uh, if you want to say the nationality as in somebody who uh, was born in Russia, you have to say a different word. Uh, the one that uh, comes from the name of the country. Yeah, so the name of the country is Russia. Mm -hmm. So the the person who has the Russian passport is Russianin mm -hmm. or Russianka. Mm -hmm. Like male, female, yeah, and and and, and these uh, it's for for everybody. For everybody. Yeah, uh -huh. it's the nationality, as in passport, the passport okay. that you have. So if you say Russianin, then you talk about uh, the person who was born in Russia and has Russian nationality. Uh, but if you say Ruski, Ruska, then you are only talking about one of the many nationalities, mm -hmm. and. These nationalities, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain <laughs> where they all come from. There are just so many. And many of them even have their own language. They definitely have their own culture. So it's actually very interesting. And back in the Soviet times, uh, this whole idea of um, having a country that is multinational was, uh, was something that the country was very proud of. Mm -hmm. They used to have those posters everywhere with people with different skin colors, different uh, face shapes, with different eye shapes, and just people that look completely different, and they were all together. So I really love that uh, idea of, uh, like, I really liked that they were promoting that. And to be honest, uh, this is something I feel is really missing right now in Russia. I hope that they will go back to realizing that the country is very, very multinational. And it is definitely something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It is. Yeah, these days people are not very proud of that. And and there is nothing coming from, you know, from up to down. There is no propaganda in that sense now now happening in the country unfortunately and i hope that one day we will actually go back to that mm -hmm. again yes i just remembered about something because uh, for example some people they say that uh, for example like dagestan mm -hmm. right it's a very dangerous place like only i don't know 
groups live there <laughs> or Bratan. But like, uh, actually, it's a very beautiful place. I've seen pictures mm-hmm. of it. I really want to go there. The nature there is so yes, amazing. And a lot of people are very nice, actually. And like the babushkas there are crazy, <laughs> seriously, crazy in a good uh, way, guys. Like because uh, babushkas, we know that everywhere in the world they cook very good. <laughs> they are very like lovely, and there is the same. Like uh, I, I've I've tried some babushka food. Babushka it's a word for grandmother in Russian, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and and it's uh, it's amazing. They have amazing culture. Yeah, I hope that one day I'm gonna go to Dagestan because I really want to go to that one particular beautiful spot that I've seen on the internet. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but we'll see, we'll see. By the way, we should share a picture in our file yeah. uh, on Telegram mm-hmm. about this. Yeah, people definitely. can definitely see mm-hmm. the, how beautiful. Yeah, the nature is there place. is uh, absolutely amazing. I think people who like hiking. Uh, they would love that place mm-hmm. for sure. Um, another thing that uh, I want to talk about is something very unusual and very interesting. I don't think many people know about this. Mm-hmm. There is a community of, let's say, Russian people in Brazil. <clears throat> they are actually called Old Believers. Uh, so they're the people who left the country after the revolution because what happened was that religion was prohibited. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So everybody who still had faith, who was still very strong in their beliefs, who were mostly or orthodox, right? They had to flee the country. A lot of them actually fled to Asia. They went to China. And from there, they continued to other regions, Mm -hmm. uh, to other places on Earth. (laughs) And there is a very big community in Brazil. Yes. Have you you ever heard about that? (laughs) Yes, I even watched this uh, kind of... A documentary. A documentary Mm -hmm. on YouTube, I guess, Mm -hmm. about this uh, small village where (laughs) even like they speak a Brazilian kind of Russian language. (laughs) Yeah, like they speak Russian with a very strong Brazilian accent. Yes, and mm-hmm. also like me, with uh, like grammar a little bit wrong, mm-hmm. uh, without the cases of the Russian language, they speak like uh, it's a, they, they are Brazilians speaking Russian. Yeah, with, that's funny. With accent and uh, without grammar. <laughs> we can even share the link for this. Uh, yeah, I think this is definitely part. something interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. People should watch it, yeah. By the way... Uh, in Portuguese, we even have, uh, we still have a lot of words that uh, uh, came from the dialects of native people. Mm-hmm. Can you share some of them? Uh, of course, <laughs> I have plenty of them. Okay, let's look at that. Uh, so a very famous one, that is uh, the word for, uh, of course, Stacey, you know, Carioca. Oh my God, that's like the one of the first words that comes into my mind when I think about Brazil, because that's the kind of language that I started learning, Carioca, Brazilian Portuguese, yeah? so mm-hmm. of people from Rio de Janeiro. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So Carioca, it means a people which was born in the... I'm not sure if it was... In, I think in the state of Rio de Janeiro, mm -hmm. not only in the city of mm -hmm. Rio de Janeiro. Hmm? And Carioca, it means... Car, it means white man. And Oca, it means house for the na which native people are living, made by dry grass. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yes. Uh, so I guess they put Carioca for the name of uh, people who came from Europe and they were sleeping in these houses in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Like a guest. Maybe. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, another word, very funny actually, because everywhere this fruit is called ananas, but in Portuguese it, it is abacaxi. Abacaxi, exactly. And uh, everywhere is ananas, but we have this word from the Tupi. Tupi Guarani guys are this huge tribe in Brazil. Uh, and they were not only in one spot of the country or of the continent, because of course, Amazon, Amazonian region, mm -hmm. it's not only in Brazil, but they were in many spots of the country. And uh, this abacaxi, it means. Uh, perfumed fruit. <laughs> perfumed fruit. Uh -huh. Perfumed fruit. Like, uh, because the smell of this fruit was so nice, they were even uh, making perfumes from this fruit. Wow. Uh -huh. Like, not perfumes like we know, uh -huh. but uh, some kind of... Uh, for, for the women, have, have a good smell. Uh -huh. Very <laughs> interesting. Yes, yes. Another word. Uh, how we say hi in Portuguese? Oi. Exactly. It's a word also from the Tupi. And uh, it's used until nowadays. And as well, we have the word hola, uh, which is very similar with the hola in Spanish. But oi, it's a Tupi word. And in Russian, the word oi means oops. Oh, yes. <laughs> Because... <laughs> You know, it took me some time to start to say oi as a oops. <laughs> yeah, and for Russians, when Brazilian people say oi, when they say hello, it sounds so funny. <laughs> and for you, I guess, every time a person in Russia says oops, you think that they are saying hi to you. Yes. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. In the <laughs> beginning, I was uh, really thinking, I was like, ooh, ooh, who is saying hi to me? <laughs> Okay, uh, next, uh, let's go to the next word, which will be tapioca. Mm, another food from Brazil. Uh -huh. uh, actually, it's a very interesting food, right? Because it's like our pancake, which is at the same time a bread. Mm -hmm. uh, tapi, it means bread. Oca, the same as carioca, house. Mm -hmm. Tapioca, it was actually this place where they, they were cooking. They were trying to make this kind of uh, bread or pancake, as mm -hmm. you want. And uh, what is it made of? It's made of uh, manioc, which is mandioca. Mm -hmm. <laughs> manioc and mandioca are the same things? The same thing, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mandioca, for those who doesn't know, Uh, it's this uh, kind of um, root plant. Yeah. Yes. So we can prepare uh, many dishes with this uh, vegetable. I think I can say vegetable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, and, and the last one. And the last one will be something that Brazilians love. Love. <laughs> pipoca. And, yes, pipoca. <laughs> pipoca, it, it means popcorn. It's such a funny word for me. It sounds 
just hilarious. I don't know why, but it sounds hilarious mm-hmm. to me. And, and you know, also this word contains oka. Yeah, so many of them have <laughs> oka at the end. Yes. But now I will forever remember that oka means house. Uh-huh. But what does popcorn have to do with house? Yeah, I, I guess it's because like uh, people, uh, it's this thing that explodes for them. So something like something that explodes, mm-hmm. right? Something that makes this sound of boom. Uh-huh. So that's the first part of the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, something that can explode inside of the house. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we should actually look up the etymology of this word. <laughs> no, but it's true. What? It's like some this kind of uh, like guess. What uh, what can explode inside of your house? <laughs> Pipoca. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden burst of a surface. Mm-hmm. From old to be pipoca. Mm-hmm. Ah, so it's the, the thing. Mm-hmm. So, guys, uh, for those who live in St. Petersburg or even in Moscow, we have uh, amazing Brazilian food. Uh, there is a coffee shop in Moscow which are selling uh, a lot of uh, Brazilian food like açaí, pão de queijo, coxinha. Who knows Brazilian food? For sure, we'll go there <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to try a little bit. You can try or you can uh, go eat if you know already. But in St. Petersburg, you can order as well Brazilian food. Now they have uh, amazing products. And uh, if you want to try or if you are missing some of Brazilian food, you can order and we'll share the link in our Instagram and our Telegram channel. Uh, you can find it in the page on Instagram, Asai Amazon SPB. Mm-hmm. And of course, don't forget that we also have an Instagram page. It's gringas.joint with ED at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us to always know when we have a new episode coming out where you can participate in our quizzes also send your questions to us so that we can answer them in our next episode and also there is a new thing <laughs> uh, we will start uploading our backstage onto youtube <laughs> So you can actually see how we record our podcast and you can see uh, most of our funny moments when we forget things <laughs> or where we say something wrong <laughs> or something wrong happens like some some snake passes by or some monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we will share the link to our YouTube video very soon. Uh, So don't forget to check that out as well. And uh, thank you for listening and see you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.